Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the second week in Lent. A reading from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph best of all his sons, for he was the child of his old age, and he had made him a long tunic. When his brothers saw that their father loved him best of all his sons, they hated him so much that they would not even greet him. One day, when his brothers had gone to pasture their father's flocks at Shechem, Israel said to Joseph, Your brothers, you know, are tending our flocks at Shechem. Get ready, I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and caught up with them in Dothan. They noticed him from a distance, and before he came up to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes that master dreamer. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We shall then see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from their hands, saying, We must not take his life. Instead of shedding blood, he continued, just throw him into that cistern there in the desert, but do not kill him outright. His purpose was to rescue him from their hands and return him to his father. So when Joseph came up to them, they stripped him of the long tunic he had on. Then they took him and threw him into the cistern, which was empty and dry. Then they sat down to their meal. Looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead their camels laden with gum, balm, and resin, to be taken down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What is to be gained by killing our brother and concealing his, bro- his blood? Rather, let us sell him to these Ishmaelites, instead of doing away f- with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, remember the marvels the Lord has done. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. When the Lord called down a famine on the land and ruined the crop that sustained them, he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. He had weighed him down with fetters, and he was bound with chains, till his prediction came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants, who will give him the produce at the proper proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew that he was speaking about them. And although they were attempting to arrest him, they feared the crowds, for they regarded him as a prophet. The Gospel 
of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Mr. Irrelevant is a tongue-in-cheek nickname given to the very last player chosen in a year's NFL draft. As the final pick of the seventh round, the man will be signed by the selecting team to a relatively modest, non-guaranteed rookie contract, but is a long shot to actually make that team or any other. In the 2022 draft, however, the 262nd pick was the property of the San Francisco 49ers, who chose a quarterback from Iowa State by the name of Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant 2022 didn't stay irrelevant for very long. He started the season as the third-string quarterback, but by week 13, he was the starting quarterback for one of the NFL's most competitive teams after injuries to both Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. The relative unknown with the unremarkable resume managed to guide the team to an NFC championship game, which the team lost after Purdy himself was seriously injured and couldn't finish the game. But Purdy came back strong in 2023, leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Not a bad record for the first two years of his career, especially since he started out destined to be nothing more than the answer to an NFL trivia question. In God's plan, however, it seems that the path to relevance often begins with the irrelevant. Look at Joseph, for example. Despised by his brothers and sold as a slave, Joseph's name would likely only be uttered in whispered tones among his family from that point forward, his whereabouts and well-being forgotten. The Lord had different ideas, however. Joseph became the second most powerful person in Egypt and ultimately saved his father and his brothers from starvation. You can't get much more relevant than that. Heck, we're still talking about it thousands of years later. And in the gospel, Jesus reveals his identity as the one foretold by the psalmist. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Jesus was Mr. Irrelevant in his day, or at least there were many who tried to make him so. Herod the Great, the scribes and Pharisees, Pontius Pilate, Herod Antipas, and others. But, paradoxically, his irrelevance gave him power in a way that may have been impossible for a man who was destined for greatness in the world's eyes. A few years back, I saw a hoodie advertised online that proclaimed in large letters, Underestimate me. That'll be fun. It turns out being considered unimportant or unimpressive puts you in some pretty good company. So, be thankful for your irrelevance. It looks like you're going places with the help of God. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.